Uh, you already know what it is. We're back again as on the ball TV with another special episode. Best podcast in the world. You know, I got my favorite guys on Josh and Darren. What are you telling them? What are you telling them, guys? Yeah, I know, man. Always a pleasure, man. Always yeah, a pleasure. Why are you trying to be professional today? You'll never like this <laughs> in the <laughs> intro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm trying to get that contract by Sky Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I'm trying to get my sterling up in the city, so civilly play. As soon as my child can walk, it's straight project Mbappé. Bun all the verbal, as soon as I hear that whistle, we get straight to the action. Come on, lads, where's the passion? Do like Alamatsi, we wear headbands for the fashion. If the defenders drop back, we counter and then attack them. I got my eye on the ball, I got my eye on the ball, yeah. Uh, I got my eye on the ball, uh, I got my eye on the ball, yeah. I got my eye on the ball. I'm gonna go. I don't want to do it. I'm gonna go Tottenham four. I'm gonna go Tottenham four. <laughs> I hear that, but as 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 Josh has already yeah, alluded to, we got a big episode today. Big guest, big guest. I'm gonna allow him to introduce himself, his platform, everything to do with. <laughs> Let me not say too much. Whatever he just does. Go. Go, just go. Go. Right, well, go on, people. It's your boy Mo, aka the Hoop Genius, aka Mo Buckets, aka the Basketball Pappy, as the ladies like to say. You know what it is, bro. Oh, you know the vibes. Anything basketball, anything buckets. That's my bag. It's a pleasure to be on here with you guys. We've been talking about doing this for a hot minute, so it's good to finally come through and chop it up. And yeah. playoffs are going off right now, so you know my thing is hoop genius. Anywhere on the internet, search it, you'll find it. I'm about, but I'm I'm excited to get this episode cracking. Hundred percent, man. But oh, man, before we sure. start, we, we just want to say thank you, Mo, for coming on. We, we just want to get uh, the perfect person to break down a lot of things because, especially in the UK, we have a lot of people with like some extravagant ideas to say the least when it comes to the NBA so obviously to keep them in check to keep them informed it's good to bring on people that we trust their opinions and their insights and everything to do with that without further ado let's get straight into it I think it makes sense to go straight into the series that involves your team I'm, al- I'm gonna allow you to take the floor with that but I mean a lot of people have said it and like myself I said it as well I said going 2-0 up you cannot let the Raptors get it back into this game and I think something that we said in a previous episode is, are we going to look back on that OG play as something that was pivotal in the series? Because obviously, if the Celtics win that game, what, that's 3 no up at the time? And yeah. that's probably series done. Mm-hmm. So, what, what's, what's, what's gone wrong? Like, why is it going to a Game 7 mode? Tell me. You know what? You know, before, before I get into this series, right, what, everyone's tweeting me this morning. Like, we're, we're recording this on, on, on Thursday, right? So... The Celtics game six was last night. Yeah. Raptors won it, double OT. I woke up this morning to 168 Raptor fans blowing up my line, <laughs> creasing, 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 creasing. And, but here's the thing. I said the Raptors were going to win this series in seven. Mm. So for me, the fact that the Celtics won the first two games was just a bonus, you feel me? For the Celtics, the way I look at it is this year is just about getting the experience for Jalen and Jason because they're still one piece away from, you know, they need that inside presence if they're really going to take it up. Mm. You know, to, to the championship level. So for me, I didn't expect the Celtics to make the finals this year or anything like that. So, you know, that's why I'm not too mad about it. I mean, the Raptors are the just, defending champions. Just to cut you in there, I mean, 
I have to say, I get where you're coming from, but one thing that we always say is, no matter the expectations you initially had, once you put yourself in the position to get a better result, you have to take oh, yeah. that with both arms. So don't you think the Celtics are missing out on a huge opportunity? 100%. Like, here's the thing. that, As you rightly said just before, that game three, that OG Ananobi shot, that changed the entire dynamic of the series. I think in a lot of ways, I often... You know, I used to do a bit of boxing when I was younger, and boxing and the NBA playoffs are very similar, right? So if you're winning that, imagine you've knocked your opponent down to the ground twice in a fight. He's really looking weak. So you're thinking a couple more hooks, a couple more jabs, then you can hit that haymaker in game four, and he's finished. But if you've knocked your opponent down twice onto Wilder Flex, but then Tyson Fury comes out and knocks you down twice in a row, all of a sudden, the advantage that you had of your opponent being down and out of it, it's gone. Oh, and it's, yeah. it's 11 playing field, but not only that, is your opponent has now got a confidence boost of, all right, cool, I had a rough start. Yeah. I've settled yeah. into it now. And they've taken the wind out of you. And that's yeah. why the OG shot in game three was devastating. Oh, but yeah. you have to respect it because the, the play that the Raptors ran, the first option, it was a play designed for Van Fleet to catch it in the corner on the three-point line. They shut that off. The second option off that play was Pascal Siakam at the top. They shut that off. The pass that Kyle Lowry made over Taco Fall, Taco Fall, who is taller than anybody, yeah. to the hands of OG, and then OG to knock that down, that's like a 0.001% chance of Bro, ever this is again. this is what I was saying, bro. I was saying this to them the zone, on the previous though? episode. Bro. What about the zone? You don't think that the zone helped? Like, Well, here's, here's the thing. This, the Celtics go to a zone when it's like less than three seconds left in the shot clock any time a, a team's running that play. They've done it all season long. So I can see why Brad Stevens didn't want to change it, especially in that scenario with so little time left on the clock. You don't want to run the risk of fouling your opponent and then winning the game from the line. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was a bad rotation, but it's one of those plays that you just have to live with. It's like the Kawhi shot against Philly last year. Yeah. Mm. You just have to live with mm. it because... You just sometimes yeah. you just have to respect greatness. No matter no, you true. can go back in time and say the play before and the play before and the play, but you just gotta respect it. And the other thing is, shouts to OG man representing London. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if anyone, yeah, if anyone's and gonna Nige, hit a game winner against my team, come on, bro. You know, <laughs> no, if, but, no, Josh, no, but, no, even even just you know I, mean? I gotta respect it. But then, sorry, sorry, bro. Um, then yeah, game four, bro, game four was really where you saw the differences. The Celtics looked almost hungover from that game winner because yeah. that game winner. To go back to the boxing, it wasn't a punch to the face. That was a Mike Tyson hook to the ribs. You know the ones that it comes in yeah. and it fully wins you and you're trying to you're just trying to focus on breathing mm. after you mm. get hit with that body shot. You know, the shots to the head, you can cower, you can get back up. Do you know what I'm saying? But that body shots, they When hit it goes different. to the so, liver. No, defo, bro. Yeah, defo. trust me. So you can but, see like Jalen Brown was overthinking a lot of things. The Celtics were playing flat. They yeah. didn't have a lot of energy. So then... That, for me, that game four was more pivotal than that game where OG hit the shot because you're yeah. still going to be 3-1 up. Fair enough. But then yeah. you let them tie it with a 2-2. And that, for me, is the mental aspect of the game of basketball because now, next year or the next series or whatever it is, if the Celtics are in that position again, they have been there and done that now. Mm. Yeah, they've, not, they've never been in a position where they're 2-0 up. The Celtics, for the last four or five years, have always been the underdogs when they're going up against like LeBron Unless and the Cavs. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? They're the underdogs and no one's expecting anything and they've never had been in that position where they're the top dog that's got something to lose. Yeah. So now, for me, I'd rather that happens now this year than next mm. year in the NBA Finals. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, you know, it's a, it's a learning curve and going into this Game 7, the momentum's with the Raptors. They just want a double OT. 
You know, and and the interesting thing here now is the Celtics' last substitution was with like four minutes left to go yeah. in the fourth quarter. No, their their last substitution was in the, the end of the third quarter. Yeah, yeah. Nick Nurse's final substitution same... was with eight minutes left in the fourth. Yeah. So the Celtics starters played the entire double OT, the entire fourth quarter, and half of the third, whereas mm. the Raptors are going to be a little bit more fresh. Now, looking at that game seven, my take on it is this game has to be the Serge Ibaka or Mark Gasol game because this is where the advantage now lies. Mm. Those two guys didn't play minutes down the stretch. They went with OG at the five, mm. which was genius coaching from Nick Nurse. And, you know, he's he is the best coach in the NBA right now. And he would be my favorite coach if he didn't cry to the refs 24-7 <laughs> because someone yesterday called him Karen Nurse. So take that for you. I said he's a Karen. The way, the way that he complains, bro, I've never seen anything like it. So, so, you know, the momentum of the Raptors and those big men didn't play many minutes. It's going to be yeah. easy for them to come in and get it done in game seven now. So, you know, as a Celtics fan, I want the Celtics to win, but um, it's the Raptors game to lose. Yeah. If, if you yeah. see where I'm coming from. Josh? Yeah. Now, even even just to add on to what you said previously, man, I feel like there was a there was a point in game, uh, I think it was in game three, when Kyle Lowry turned around and said, you lot fucked up now, but I give Oh, yeah, game. Fred I think, Van Vliet, I think that's yeah. true, bro. Yeah, yeah, Van Vliet, sorry. Yeah, man. I think for the Raptors... They've been in these positions before, do you know what I mean? They're the reigning champions, so they've got that that um, that season feel for the game. Do you get what I'm saying? So for, for the Celtics, I think for them, letting the Raptors come back in a game like this or a series like this is, is terrifying, man, because these guys are fearless, man. They believe that they, they're they rightfully champions with or without Kawhi. Do you know what I mean? They still have a point to prove. Um, and yeah, man, the Celtics might just be a year too early, but I don't know. If they, if they can edge in this series, this is a very good learning curve for them, man. I feel like whether they go out or whether they go through, it's still a huge learning curve for the Celtics. Darren, I've yeah, got a question I, I for you. I agree with that big time. Um, Darren, I've got a question you, for you still. All right, go on. Yeah, the question is, obviously based off what everyone has said, however, I'm, my thinking is, how have the Celtics let this game be this tight without uh, without the Siakam that we're used to seeing? So the regular season Siakam. Because then you, we, we could say, yes, the Celtics are a year too early and whatnot. But at the end of the day, in my opinion, I'm still seeing a Jason Tatum and a Jalen Brown who got to the Eastern Conference Final where they faced LeBron. So they have built up that kind of championship and fans, or playoff experience, series. if you want to talk about. So them them allowing the Raptors to get to a Game 7 when Siakam hasn't played well all series, in my opinion. In fact, he has, he's been poor. Like, what were we saying off camera before Mo came in? I said Siakam was what? Three for 18, four for 18 before he hit that pivotal um, two, that jump out of the baseline, Jay. So, like, you can't be allowing a, a Siakamless Raptors to get to a Game 7, in my opinion. But, yeah, Darren, Siakamless. I like that still. I might take that. <laughs> but, Darren, yeah, go on. Um, I think it's about the moments, man, because the Raptors have legitimately basically only won one game clean because mm. the OG, the big shot by OG, that was obviously the, the series turner. And then we got the double OT from yesterday. So, it's like, I think we should put some of the onus on Brad Stevens. Mm. Because Budenholzer, for me, this uh, this, this player quite exposed. He doesn't make adjustments. He doesn't put his um his star players in a position to be successful. We saw Middleton was basically isolating every play. Yeah. And uh, that made no sense to me. Um, and Spolstra shined. Obviously, we know Nick Nurse is a champion. Um, I didn't really address your question, but <laughs> I just wanted to move on a tangent, basically, about um, the coaching. Because I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. Spolstra... No, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, Spolstra... And um, Nick Nurse, them men have got rings and they've got their, their badges. Budenholzer has been exposed this playoffs. Where, do, which side of the spectrum do you man put Brad Stevens on that um, 
that spectrum because like, he was touted as you know supposed to be one of the best coaches bro the that season where they were saying he, they said he's the heir to Popovich right? yeah do you feel yeah, me like no, no, for real yeah Yo, so, but, but how about this but how about this with Brad Stevens right if the Celtics were coached by any other coach other than Brad Stevens the Raptors would have won this series already mm. If you look at the way, because look at the games that the Celtics have won, they've dominated in I those games. Blitz them. As you said, the Raptors have only won the close games, and the close games, the coaches can do as much as they want. The close games come down to the players. Last night, first of all, I don't, I hate blaming referees for games, oh, but yeah, that course. foul on Kemba, he got fouled yeah. on the arm twice, yeah. and then it's a jump ball. But the referee somehow decided to time out for Toronto. Even, even the, the smart flagrant and Lowry didn't get a flagrant yeah, on it's his. Ridiculous. So. It's, it's ridiculous. But I don't want to blame the referees. But but then you look at the, the individual players. Like when Nick Nurse was standing on the corner and Tatum thought he was tied. So he passed him the ball. Yeah. Like those are the little plays that are making up the big things. Do you mean? Or when Jalen sure. Brown drove with the ball, but it wasn't protected properly and Lowry stripped it. Yeah. Those are the plays that, that are the difference between winning or losing in those close games, isn't it? Yeah. The coach can only do so much. The reason why I can't put Brad Stevens in that category with Budenholzer, Budenholzer, every year when it comes to the playoffs, is exposed. Every Since year. he was with the Atlanta Hawks, remember 2014? Yep. The Atlanta Hawks were the best regular season team. They had four All-Stars. Sweat. They went on that crazy un undefeated run and then the playoffs, they crumbled. And it happens to him every season because he comes in, like you said, doesn't change his rotations. Like, you're in the playoffs. You're down... 2-0, 3-0, and Giannis is playing 30 minutes? Fam, like, and Middleton. Bro, bro like, what? what? Like, like, and so, in the playoffs, every coach shortens their rotation, right? In the regular season, you probably go 10-man deep, sometimes even 12-man deep. Mm. In the playoffs, you're really looking to go 7 or 8, at, depending yeah, on like, like the Rockets have done, yeah. Rockets yeah. yeah. play 7-man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you really only want to... Like, even off the Raptors bench. Who's coming off the Raptors bench? You've got Ibaka and you've got Powell. Powell. Yeah. And then they have other guys who play one or two minutes to close out calls or something. Boonholzer just plays his regular rotations because he thinks, all right, we won 60 games. It's working. What Boonholzer doesn't realise... I know this isn't the Celtics topic now, it's Boonholzer, but yeah. regular season NBA... This is what people don't get. Regular season NBA and playoff NBA are so different. Yeah. Right? Because regular season, you play 82 games... You know, and, and I've been there with the teams. You, you're flying around. You're in a different city every night. You're not gonna get the night. scouting report on every single you, team. You that, don't. Yeah. You literally yeah. turn up and play yeah. unless it's like unless it's like a big time Christmas Day matchup where the whole country's watching. Yeah. You're really just turning up and you're playing your game and, and mm. as best as you can. Yeah. And if you look at the way that the Bucks play in the, in the regular season, even in the playoffs, their defense philosophy is to lock off the paint and lock off the corner freeze. And they'll let you shoot as many threes as you want from the perimeter at the top, at the 45 degrees and whatever. And it worked. Like, the statistics say it works. In the playoffs, statistically, no, no. But, but in the playoffs, when you're... Like, Jimmy Butler's a terrible shooter in the regular season. But when it comes to the playoffs, he's a Big different time. animal. Especially and, if you're and, giving him open looks. And, and deep it, right? You're playing against the Miami Heat. You're playing Duncan Robinson. You're playing Tyler Harrow. You're playing Goran Dr These guys... They, they can shoot, bro. 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 They can and Budenholzer, as of right now, Might still has a job. job yeah. Apparently, that he's staying in. Mind. He's staying in uh, in Milwaukee, though. I got a uh, notification today. 
if, if he stays in Milwaukee, the same thing's going to happen next year. Literally. Unless they can somehow trade for two other superstars, the yeah. same thing's going to happen. But to bring it back, though, what I will say about Brad Stevens, as much as, yeah, we might not put him in the Budenhoser conversation or the category yet, I think it's too early to put him there. I do think that this Game 7 is a defining game in terms of his ability as a coach. Because, for example, now, one of the criticisms I have of him in that Game 6 now was um, the boxing one defence that they obviously played on Kemba for literally the whole first half. I think a coach gets... It's, it's a bit like the Paul George situation. A coach puts his player, one of his best players, in the best position to get his buckets, to get hot, to get a certain run going. Because Kemba getting five points is inexcusable from Kemba himself as a player, but also from the coach because Kemba is still... A player that needs to be coached. Do you get what I'm saying? He's not. He's not. Yeah. He's not LeBron, where you have the big dogs saying to the coach, "This is the play I'm gonna run." He still needs to be coached to some degree. Yeah, but but here's, here's the thing with what Kemba was doing last night. He was playing, and I know he ain't got the reputation for this. He was playing excellent defense. He has throughout this series. Yeah, he's he doesn't show up in the steals, up, and, but he will put his body in the yeah, correct bro. position. He is playing great defense on Fred Van Fleet. Mm. And the other thing. Even if Kemba scores zero points in a game, he opens the floor for like this is the reason Jalen Brown scores gravity, so much. Gravity, bro. Gravity. That's what I'm saying. Mm. That's what I'm saying. For the people at home who don't know, gravity is like what Steph, the Steph Curry effect. He's the one yeah. who really pioneered that. Is the Steph defense right. is so worried about you, even if you ain't scoring. Other people like Jalen Brown, yeah. 20 ham, 20 what points in the first half. Yeah. And that wouldn't have happened if they had subbed out Kemba. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And and the other thing is, this is your superstar. This is a multiple-time All-Star. He's a veteran in this league. He's hit game winners. He hit that clutch shot in the fourth quarter. If he didn't hit that pull-up, going true. to his left, it's after true. only scoring one bucket in the whole game, he still had the confidence to, to hit that pull-up yeah. and send it to OT. Like I, I, sometimes, as a coach, you don't want to pull your star player. Like I can see why they kept Paul George in and kept letting him shoot because you don't want to knock his confidence. Because as a coach, you have to believe in your player more than anyone, anyone else. Yeah. No, so 100%. even if he hasn't scored for 39 minutes, at 40 minutes, you still got to let him shoot it because, you know, mm. basketball is a game of confidence. And if you've not got a confidence, you might as well not turn up for the game. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Josh, I think it's the best way to go into the next um, little bit that I want to talk about in terms of confidence and a player that we know that you love that doesn't lack confidence, Russell Westbrook, oh, your team, the Houston <laughs> yeah, Rockets. My guy. But... Brody. As a holder, the question I want to ask, and obviously everyone's going to give their take, so Mo, Darren, everyone's going to give their take. What does going out, obviously I know it is to LeBron and AD, but like we say in basketball, the con like not everyone's going to look at the context. At the end of the day, what we're going to see is Westbrook goes out again early in the playoffs. So what does it do mm. to Westbrook and Harden's legacy if they were to go out again, one more year again? Obviously, the trades, it, it will show it didn't work again. So what does that do to their legacy? Um... Be honest, this no Westbrook this, bias. This, this, this is an <laughs> argument that we, 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 we've had before. And if I'm being honest here, it, it does taint his legacy. However, I think what we have to look at is context. Um, the ways in which he's gone out. Previously at OKC, since Kevin Durant left, he hadn't left the first round, right? And that was poor for his legacy. But I think in this particular scenario, they've got past the first round they're in the second round now with the lakers if they can stretch it to a game six possibly a game seven you can be like all right cool the better team won in it and i think everyone here expected the lakers to win a um, playoff round right yeah, yeah. exactly so i mean it, it, it's tough in it it's tough but i don't know i've always said anyway in it for, for me westbrook isn't going to be a player that when they do his um 
uh, when he's inducted to the Hall of Fame, he's not going to be remembered for his his rings. He's a player that's remembered for his play, his tenacity, the triple double. No, I said no, he's no, not going to be remembered. Rings. He's not going to be remembered. No, I know. I'm just don't, saying he ain't. There's nothing to don't, remember. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. No don't do that. Because no, no, listen, I will flip this to a Jordan LeBron debate immediately. I will flip it immediately. I'll flip it to a Jordan LeBron debate immediately. We're not doing that. We're not doing that today. We're not doing that today. We're but, not doing um, that today. but yeah, man, I feel like for them, for for me anyway, his legacy is cemented in um, what he's done for the game of basketball, innit? But it, it will it will harm his legacy more than it will help it, obviously. But um, yeah, man, it's it's tough, man. They, they can't get a break, man. In my opinion, mm. I think I think it just I don't think it like taints his legacy or anything like that. I think it just sets it in stone that he's not really. He's a regular season monster. Nah. He's a regular nah, season man. monster. You can't say think, that, man. Where's Westbrook, Westbrook been to the finals before? Yeah, but bro, we're we're to remember that, bro. We have to remember that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. James Harden. To, it's not a so. It's not a so. This is what I say to people all the time. And my criticism of Westbrook is that he should be better than what he is. To go out to Donovan Mitchell was inexcusable. Facts. As in, it's inexcusable. Hey, and these are the points that I was going to make. Exactly. To go out to your no, rival. Fam, to, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. To go to your to go out to your direct rival in Damian Lillard is inexcusable. Don't give me that nonsense. But it's inexcusable. I'm sorry. It's I'm, no, I'm not the guy. The guy shot. You, you the guy shot less than forty percent from the field. I think the last three or four years in the playoffs. He's gotten worse as a player. Bad. He doesn't pull up for his mid jump mid days anymore. His defense. His defense ain't what it used to be. Exactly. Like, you've got to start I asking questions. I, just no. think, I feel like you lot. I feel like you lot are being no, overcritical, no, no, man. No, 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 he's no, not the same guy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. Let's go, man. Those. Alright. Those. Let's let's talk about Russell Westbrook from when KD left. Okay. Yeah. Those OKC teams were badly built because terrible. No, no, no. Come on, let's be real. Uh, Don't make that face because when you've got Russell Bro, Westbrook, your star, no, your star no, no. player isn't a shooter. Let me, and he let me tell you something. Shooters. Let me tell you something. If you have Russell Westbrook on your team, you have absolutely beyond zero business having Andre Robertson or Tabo Cephalosha on the court at the same time of him. That's true. Answer that, Stephen Adams. You've then got three players who can't shoot plus Russell Westbrook. So how are you spacing the floor? There's a reason why the Russell Westbrook's numbers have been astronomical ever since they traded away all the big men and are surrounding him by shooters, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If they lose but this series, translate I think to the playoffs. Listen, listen, listen. The, the Rockets can win this series. Now, the real reason 100%. why the Houston Rockets are going to lose is because their best role player, arguably their best role player throughout the season, Daniel House, is now locked off. <laughs> let, let, Daniel I'm, House locked in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's be real, bro. You saw in game one. I you saw in game guy, one that they house, can man. beat. You get me? He didn't do nothing wrong. Just you seen in game one, they can beat the Lakers, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And if they can control the tempo of the game, they very much can. Yeah. So you know, it's it's not an impossible task, and it's not a foregone conclusion. But you know, they need their role players to be firing as well. And losing this year in this bubble and all of that. I don't think it's too bad. I think next year to see how they respond and react to that yeah, is going to be even bigger. But the, my whole thing with Russell Westbrook and James Harden is right now, because we're watching them in real time and we're comparing them, we're debating them, it's easy to criticize them. Yeah. But mm. when it's all said and done and you're talking about when he's inducted in the Hall of Fame and when we're old mm-hmm. and we have maybe have kids or whatever and are looking back, that, we're going to look at them so much in the same way we look at Alan Iverson. Yeah. Thank Charles you. I don't disagree though. We are seeing that. great players who have never won Mo, a championship to cut, before. To cut you, it doesn't make them any less great. To cut you short though, I think I, I don't where me and Darren are coming from is that 
their 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 legacies are set in stone. We already know that. However, what we're saying is that because we love these players as well, just because we're rivals, it doesn't mean we can't appreciate greatness. What we're saying is that these lot, these players, Harden, Westbrook. They should be next level players. They should be ring yeah, caliber let players. Yeah. Of course, there's context to they it. They should be playing better in the playoffs. Let at, alone at the start of the season, worse. did you expect the Rockets to make the finals? They were no, a contender. Not, the not make it. I didn't do that. Did you really think that? I didn't, I didn't, no, don't I didn't do that. But Josh, you thought so, though. I'm saying to you, man. How could it be a knock on their legacy if they don't make the Western Conference finals when. From last summer, it was clear that the Lakers and the Clippers were the two best teams in the conference. That's why I the said Rockets, I don't think if they lose in the second round, it's exactly what we expected. Yeah, yeah. That's like is and and the but, thing but is, Mo. what I will add, what I will add to this, sorry, bro, is if LeBron beats this Rockets team and goes on to win the championship, this will be LeBron's best championship because it's the first time. He's actually had real opponents yeah. in the playoffs. Really? I mean, I won't go there. How can you do that? That's a real you can't opponent. do that to That's our so guy. Please. Please. That's That's not so that. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cake walk. But, but on, no, no. Can't no. be walking through the Mr. Mr. Cake, Mr. Cake walk, man. Hey, but what's it called? No. Let me. Let me. I'm gonna. Let's just go. Let's just go. Let's just go. Then you go down. From from the minute from the minute you said the LeBron Jordan debate, I knew I had to throw that. You knew you had to get in there, it. But no, Mo, definitely. Like, I understand what you said in it because these two definitely didn't expect the Rockets to be in the West Conference Finals. And me, as a support, obviously because of bias, I'd be like, yeah, like I back a minute. But my point is, even though I do agree that um, the Rockets not advancing to the next round wouldn't be a knock on their legacy entirely. Again, context is about the manner in which they they go out. If Westbrook continues playing inconsistently throughout this whole series, I'm sorry, but I'm his biggest support. But you have to look at it at some kind of way because and Josh. As, as a superstar player, you have saying. to give your team the best opportunity that's to win. That's what we're saying. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So exactly what that yeah, you can go out, the manner in which you go out. This is the difference between Russell Westbrook and what we just said about Kemba Walker, right? So even though Kemba played terribly last night, he was still Gravity. impacting the game as a net positive for his mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. and his teammates. Russell Westbrook, when he's not firing, he gets frustrated, he takes bad shots, he yeah. forces it. That's the difference, and that is when the coach... You know how I was saying you don't want to step in and stop your players playing? But this is where Mike D'Antoni has to say, look, Russ, if you don't start playing better, I'm going to pull you out of the squad. And the thing is, like, they actually you, you play better when they surround Harden with four shooters. Do you know what I mean? Because been Ke- Kemba, last night, Kemba last night wasn't just chucking up... Sh- like He knew he wasn't scoring, so he was yeah. facilitating for everyone else and making space for everyone else. I even seen Kemba Walker coming up and setting screens for his teammates. Yeah. Russell yeah. Westbrook, when he's not firing... He's gonna try and shoot until he can get hot. Now that mm. strategy, sometimes it works. Sometimes mm. he might shoot, be trash shoot. for the first three quarters, but then yeah. he might hit one, catch fire and bring you home in a fourth. But yeah, you can't yeah. do that against such a good opposition in the LA Lakers. Yeah. So, you know, that that's really now gonna come down to Santoni. And as you said, bro, you've got Harden there. Harden with four shooters is, is perfect as well. Yeah. So, you know, the key, the key to this also is, if PJ Tucker can play how he played in game one. Yeah. Because that yeah. performance... And, and, and they, they, need, they need Covington back as well. If he's like in concussion protocol, stuff like that, they're done. Nah, he's calm. He's nah, calm. He's oh, calm. he's good. Yeah, yeah, he's oh, calm. calm. But nah, just to make my last point on this, innit, before we move on, yeah. You man basically agreed with me, by the way. Because I said his it didn't taint his legacy. It didn't yeah. have to, like damage his legacy. I was just pinpointing his performance this series has been disappointing, fam. Like, you can't tell me... Because he hasn't played like a superstar this series. He hasn't dominated the paint. The Lakers' bigs have become less and less of a factor. He should become more of a factor as that is the case. But Dwight, How- Dwight Howard is even out of the rotation now. He doesn't even play anymore. No, but we've uh, understood. My point is, is that 
when a team actually trades away someone like Clint Capella who can get you easy like easy alley-oops and stuff like that because they're trying to get the best out of their second star so um so to speak in it you need to he needs to show why you did that he needs to basically explain yeah. why you made that and we personally in the regular season in the regular season he's done it perfect in but in the playoffs it's just like what Brian Windhorst was saying like he can't be the last time he takes seven threes is Christmas day and then he's taken seven threes in game two against the back LA to Lakers. back back to back, back to this, this goes down to what we're saying though he's not taking those seven threes the yeah. Lakers are making him take those seven threes yeah because mm. as we as we said with the Bucks as we said you know this is different basketball to the regular season the regular season you're not playing against LeBron and AD every night mm. do you know what I'm mm. saying like They've, their game plan is to let Russell Westbrook yeah, shoot. Yeah. They're happy with him taking a hundred threes in a game if he really had to. Yeah. You know, they're even happy. If, even if you look at LeBron's highlight block on him the other day, he knows the scouting report so well. He knows that if Russell Westbrook is going on the left hand side for a layup, he's gonna lay it in with his right hand. Yeah. And that's yeah. why LeBron, when he saw him going for that, he went across he the went back rounds. of his body yeah. and blocked the right hand. Yeah. Because this just comes down to basketball IQ and experience. Exactly. You know, and as great as Harden and Westbrook are. LeBron is just on another level. Yeah. And when you got yeah. LeBron on that team, LeBron's telling Caruso, LeBron's telling Danny Green, he's telling Rondo, Rondo's telling the other guys himself, yeah. this is what's going to happen. And, you know, when you've got two players with such high basketball IQ, I think Frank Vogel has the easiest job in the world right now. Yeah, literally. Because LeBron and Rondo could coach that squad themselves. <laughs> if, Frank Vogel, no, if Frank Vogel gets caught doing a Daniel House and gets sent out of the bubble, the Lakers will still be in the finals. Do you know it's what I'm saying? Good, I still do want to give good. credit to Frank Vogel though, because what we what we have seen with this Lakers squad is he's kind of built that same defensive structure that the Pacers, for example, had yeah. when he was in charge. And to be fair, yeah, like we said, we've still got Savants in that team and LeBron and Rondo. However, you've got to still give credit to the coach because you have to remember, and, and I, beginning of the season, um, Darren even sent me a, a clip. They were saying they want to trade. Remember the Genie Bus saga? They want to trade LeBron, um, everyone, <laughs> everyone, um, Fred Palinka, everything. Stephen Just A reporting that they're going to trade LeBron. Trade LeBron, yeah. Well, that's, that must have been an April Fool's <laughs> but, but no, no, and, and all credit has to go to him because, as well, sometimes as a coach, you have to realize when to get out of the way. Exactly. And this is what you're going to see with like Steve Nash in Brooklyn. He's going to have to make sure that he does his job without overstepping into KD and Kyrie's yeah. territory. Because it's different coaching, you know, a young squad coming up yeah. or a team like the Raptors who, like Nick Nurse is the MVP of the Raptors. Yeah. Do you know what I'm that's saying? Like without him, that team isn't even there. Yeah. He's the you know guy. Like, like that's the difference because, because Nick Nurse, if he coached the Lakers, he wouldn't need to do what he's doing. Yeah. He would just set out the game plan and say, look, I trust you fellas. You can go out and execute it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now with, with it's, it's situational. So fair play to Frank Vogel, isn't it? Yeah. But, but it's not like he's doing some mad tactics. He's got, you know, some considerable help from the <laughs> players on that maybe. roster. Like, nah. Two of the most intelligent players to ever play the game of basketball nah, right now. Nah, I hear that. We're talking basketball IQ, they're both top three. Guaranteed. Said it here. Said it here first. But obviously we've um, kind of hinted at what um, we're going to talk about next. We're going to play a game, actually. Um, Darren, I want you to be Giannis. Josh, I want you to be um, the Bucks organisation. And then obviously, Mo, you get to pick whoever you, what side you want to be and what you will do and and what not. So well, as, in, as in another team or if I agree with which of these? So you agree or another team, whatever you want to do, we can be fluid, we can be flexible with it. But all right, all right, Darren, right. what 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 do you do? As Giannis now, you've gone out of the playoffs. What do you tell the Bucks organization? Because they're obviously going to offer him the Supermax. He's probably, well, yeah. Do you know what? Let me not say what you should do. What would you do? It's 
is a very interesting uh, situation. It's tough being Giannis right now, you know. He's about to pick up his MVP via Zoom. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> bro, how vexed is he going to be? How vexed is he going to be, bro? He's going to be He's going to be... Bro, he's going to be moving like... They're going to be like, oh, Giannis, how are you today? And he's going to be moving like a gala. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I said he's I was fine. The new Dwayne Casey, fam. <laughs> oh, bro, it's Pete. It's Pete. It's but, um, here right now, bro. Back to the situation, though. I'm telling them what you did with Malcolm Brogdon by letting that guy go. If I ever see anything close to that ever again, any penny pinching, any, anything stupid in terms of moves, I'm gone. Malcolm Brogdon arguably the third best player on that team. They let him walk away. You pay Derek Bledsoe. Yeah, you could yeah. even argue second best, genuinely. Because I yeah. love Brogdon. Like, he's a very good player. You let him go. You keep Eric Bledsoe, who's proven to be a liability in the playoffs. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't dictate terms to them. I'm not going to dictate terms as far as moves. But what I will say is, no penny pinching. I want to see them in the, um, in the luxury, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah, in the luxury tax. Every single year, show me that you're trying to compete, and I'll stay loyal. Because Giannis has got that person. That I, someone made a great point. Um, Jan, Milwaukee is Giannis's home. That's the only place he's lived in America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would, I see him being loyal. But um, and his family lives there too. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And he just had a, a baby. Like, does he want to be moving him from place to place? I see him being loyal, but he's got to apply pressure to the organization. And you know what he does? He signs, instead of the Supermax, he signs a two-year deal. Yeah. So he gets to his um, 10 years of service. And then he gets um, a super, super, super duper max when the time comes. And that also keeps leverage on the organisation in the meantime. Before Josh goes, quick question though. What basketball situation makes you leave? Does anything that happens in the playoffs next year make you leave, like hinder your decision? Yeah. If 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 the Bucks don't reach the NBA final, you're the organization. Shh, you're the organization. <laughs> he he said it. No, no, he said it. But he you said, said it right. Year, fair, yeah. He said after they lost, if we don't make the finals, then I'm gonna leave. Mm. Oh, so he I, said I, it. Wait, know. he said it last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this year he's come out and been like, um, like when 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 a when a wall comes, here's the difference. Because you see, when you see when you're an elite competitor like Giannis and you're on that level of greatness, in his head. Even though they were three 0 down, in his mind they were still going to win that series. Mm. Well, he, put up, game. Yeah, he put up 18 points in that first quarter. You saw what he was on. He mm, was on mad. smoke. Yeah. And he he said, mm. and I started that game four. I'm going to win this game for my team, and I'm going to mm. win this series. And he, the Miami Heat was starting to realize we can't actually stop this guy though. We stopped mm. him for three games, but now he's vexed. Mm. We've got no hope. You saw how he was playing before he went down with that injury. Yeah. So in his head. He thinks, if I didn't get injured, we win game four, we win game five, we win game six, and then we win game seven. That's how an elite compare thinks. True, it's true. Do you know what I'm saying? We're seeing it from a third person. He's saying, if I never got injured, I would have won that. Oh. Mm. Last thing I'm saying to the organization, I don't want to see Mike Budenholzer ever again. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing I'm saying. It's not, it's not even a really, bro. It's That's true. It's not true. even a really, It's a mic drop, to be fair. That's bro, fam. Organization. Organization. What are you doing? If I'm the Bucks, I'm bringing Alice in for a meeting, and I'm showing him at least five different coaching candidates, bro. I'm showing him Tyrone <laughs> Lee. I'm show- bro, I'm not joking, bro, because you have to think about it like this. 
the Bucks aren't a traditionally historic um, franchise like the Lakers are, like the Celtics are. They don't have that cachet to where they can get other free agents coming in. Is Yanis or Bust, bro? He's their only yeah. trans- He's the only player that's really going to stay in Milwaukee or come to Milwaukee, bro. Even with the cachet that he has, he hasn't got the gravity to bring other, other free agents to Milwaukee. They're not going to come there. No and, one's and trying yo, to live in Milwaukee, bro. Yo, who's who's the best player to ever play for the Milwaukee Bucks in their Kareem, history? Kareem. And where, what happened to him? He left <laughs> 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 yeah. Legit. He le- Legit. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Legit. Legit. Who bro. wants to live in Milwaukee, bro? They That's got what I'm saying. Cream City, bro. I don't oh, want to live in Cream City, bro. With the, with the diz. I don't want to live in Cream nah, City, bro. Bro, oh, so for, for me, for me, City, for me, well, if, you, if you're the organization here, you don't really have much leverage, bro. You got to literally see it like this. You got to give him the best coach that you can. And with that, surround him with the. T- I, I, even their team now, I don't even think it's that. Are you trading for Chris Paul? I, I, that's the question I was per- just about to ask. Personally, it depends what I have to give up. Yeah. It depends what I have to give up because everything. for Chris really? Paul. Uh, yeah. No, you don't you give know up what? Middleton. You Tell us why. Up. Tell us why. Do you know why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd give up everyone yeah, so apart from Middleton. I give up. No, I give up everyone except for Brook Lopez. Okay. I don't care. Oh, Chris for Paul. So give up Middleton. I, if if it took Middleton to get Chris Paul, but as long as Middleton and Bledsoe are in different deals, do you see what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. So I would get rid of them both, but I wouldn't package them together. But whatever it takes, because Chris Paul, he wants a ring more, like he wants a ring more than the Bucks want to keep Giannis. Like mm. he wants a ring more than anyone wants anything on and this planet, And he's such right? a beautiful fit next to Giannis. Yeah, exactly. he is. And if you bring him there, and I know he's got a fat contract, but the year after, and if Giannis stays, he'll take a pay cut to get a third guy into that team. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's, that's the issue though. That's the issue though. If I'm the organization looking at that, yeah, I don't want to have to say, okay, give it another year for Yanis. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but next year has to be our window. No, but here's the thing, right? Chris Paul is probably the most, aside from LeBron, the most influential player in the NBA. Head of the Players Association, all the guys trust him. He helped put together the restart. Now, if you can get Chris Paul, and as management, as ownership, get him on your side and have him convincing Giannis to stay in Milwaukee, yeah. that's Game more convincing changer. than anything you can say to him. Because mm. he's looking at an NBA veteran, a Hall of Fame, one of the best, one of the best point guards to ever do it. Mm. And for him, he won't want to leave even when his huge contract ends because who's better to play alongside rather than Giannis? Do you know what I'm saying? And, and if he's convincing them, he could even convince someone else to come and join as well. Like, that's the player that you would have to make. It's just you know about, what? it's I, just about. Actually, go on, go sorry, on, Danny, go. just interrupt. No, I actually like the sound of Chris Paul, Giannis and Shooters. Like, I think that could be deadly. Yeah, for sure. My thing is though, it could, it could, obviously we know that Chris Paul had a great playoffs, but you have to remember the reason, or one of the big reasons, of course they said the chemistry between Harden and Chris Paul wasn't great, but another reason why he got traded was because of the injuries. Like he got injured in crucial moments as well, so they thought wear and tear, he was coming to father time now. So the Chris Paul trade, in my head anyway, it sounds a bit like last ditch Hail Mary to try and win a ring because if you remember the Cavs to try and keep but that's LeBron, what they, are, really. they traded for Shaq and it was like end of it. They are last ditch, bro. They <laughs> yeah. are throwing a Hail Mary. At it's this true. point, they are throwing a Hail Mary. Isn't no, it? But, no, but do you is, think bro. for that organization, that's, that's, a, that's a wise decision to make though because you have to see that this year, if you do this and it doesn't go right, Yanis is out of the door. Exactly. However, however, if you play your chips right, you could potentially keep him for another few years. Okay, okay. He is a loyal player. That's remember Here, that as well. Here's your options though. You either run it back with the same squad that gets bounced out of the playoffs every <laughs> and a year. Different, and facts. a different coach. 
Coaching, that doesn't change anything, in my opinion. Coach isn't going to change anything, right? Yeah. But but we but we spent no, no. about half an hour talking about how Budenholzer is, is incompetent. Yeah, but, but he's not he's not going anywhere. Yeah, they're not getting staying. rid of him. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, mm. we're not in charge. You feel me? He's led yeah. them to their best regular season ever with historic offensive and defensive efficiency. They're going to probably keep him. Literally. The only thing you can do now is change the roster, and you are not going to get a superstar in return for Middleton or Bledsoe. Mm -hmm. They don't have that. Yeah. The only players you can get are superstars that have got injury risks, bad superstars contract. that have fallen off, bad contracts. So you're looking at a Blake Griffin, a Chris Paul, these kind of guys. And out of all of these kind of guys, Chris Paul is your best option. Yep. But hear what I'm saying, right? If I am a different team coming for Giannis, yeah. this is what I'm going to say to him. I'm going to say, hey, listen, Giannis, these men don't respect you. What team, you know, though? What team? What team? I'll tell, I will reveal you to you in a second. Uh, come, come. You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> I'm saying to Giannis, right? Look, you won the MVP. Everyone said James Harden should have won it. You won the MVP again. Everyone said LeBron James should have won it. These Americans are not respecting you. Do you know what you need to do? You need to come and join us Toronto. and make a European super team with the Dallas Mavericks. Oh. We've got Luka Doncic, the best young star in the league. We've got Chris Tapps Porzingis, who can play that Brook Lopez role. Facts. And we're going to have you, and we'll be undefeated for the next 10 years. That's what I'm saying. That team would be fake. And they've got... You know what I'm saying? And, and the I'm Mark Cuban. I'm saying to him, bro, I'm on Shark Tank. I'm one of the richest dons about. I'll and you pay know, the luxury you know, tax. You know the Mavs take care of their players, I'll buy a mama house. Lit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm the Dallas Mavericks, I would do anything in my power Take and i'll say to you look bro we understand how big loyalty is for you but look at what we did for dirk nowitzki and his legacy in the dallas mm. arena now they have the silhouette of dirk nowitzki on the court mm -hmm. do you mm. know what i'm saying mm. like bro if you want to build a legacy and go down as one of the hall of fame best players to ever play the game you can do it alongside luka and, Doncic. And, yeah. you can do it alongside kp and then we mm. can fit everyone else from big finances bring coasters Bring the whole you know squad. Bring, bring the whole fan, bro. We'll give you a mama contract <laughs> if you come to our <laughs> auntie on the roster, bro. Get you, auntie you, on the roster. You, you got to think of it like this as well, bro. With Dirk being so close to the to the Dallas Mavericks, who best to kind of help Giannis develop that mid-range in-between game exactly. than Dirk, bro? Yeah. Exactly. Who better, man? Do you get what this I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. Like, everyone's talking Miami. Everyone's talking Toronto. Everyone's talking Golden State. Dallas. But if I'm... Mark Cuban or, or anyone in the Mavericks organization, I'm doing anything within my power. Like I'm saying to Luka Doncic at All-Star Weekend next year, you best be recruiting that boy to our team. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I'm, I'm, if I'm Mark Cuban, I'm turning up to All-Star Weekend and then I'm paying the janitor $100 saying, go and switch the name tags on the locker so Luka and KP are next, next to Giannis. Next to Giannis. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is what I'm on if I'm Mark Cuban. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's no, what I'm really facts. on. Because look, we've already Built got some European team, fam. You know what I mean? In Luka's second year, we almost took on the Clippers. And if KP doesn't go down, we could have won that series. You know, we've got Seth Curry, we've got Dorian Finney-Smith, we've got Tim Hardaway Jr. These are the perfect players to compliment you Literally. and shoot you. You don't even need the ball in your hands all the time because Luka can take some of that. And then when you've got the ball in your hands, you're kicking the ball to Luka Doncic. And not that's Eric Twin Bledsoe. Towers between him and Porzingis as well. Twin exactly, Towers, bro. Fam, exactly. That, that team of Euro European All-Stars, man. What the hell? And the thing that's is, you know I'm that saying. first year he gets there, Luca wouldn't be on his max yet, so they will have peas exactly. to get some serious exactly. guys around them as well. So yeah. 
No, that could be. That not gonna lie, I've not heard that take, and I really like it a lot. I really that like could it. be fake. Hey, come on, bro. When I load my NBA later, GM mode, I'm back to. I've been telling you, bro. I'm back to. This is why this is why everyone needs me and not these ESPN. Bro. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that that Golden State Warriors rare, 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 bro. How are you gonna how are you gonna have Steph, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond, and Giannis all on that contract? Literally. Ain't no one trading for Wiggins sense. or Draymond. Um, Who the hell's trading for them? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it, and it would be sick to have Steph and Clay with Giannis because that would be one of the best teams we've ever seen in the history of the world. Uh-huh. But you gotta think about the money. 100% man, 100%. Bro said, bro, bro said none of this fate of the universe talk. I don't want to hear <laughs> The fate that. of the universe on the line. As I long, want Iguodala. As, <laughs> as, as long as he leaves Milwaukee, I'll be happy bro. Like, For real. I, I just want, you know, he's the best player of in the world right now. I don't care mm. what anyone says. Although he had a bad series, he's still the most dominant force. But this is the thing with Giannis, right? He puts up Shaq numbers. He dominates the paint like in a way we haven't seen since Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. But Shaq had Kobe, Shaq had D-Wade, D-Wade. Shaq had Steve Nash, Shaq had Penny, Shaq had LeBron. Do you know what I'm saying? Who the hell has Giannis had? You can mm. tell me Middleton all you want, but Middleton is not a star player. Yeah. I don't care. Like, bro, even when he hit that game-winning shot in game four, the possession before, he bounced it off his own foot. Literally. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? He's not a superstar, bro. Yeah. He got lucky that Tyler Harrow got switched on to him. Yeah. I will score a bucket <laughs> on Tyler Harrow. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Giannis that, needs someone that will make him better. And Giannis if, deserves if better that. teammates. Yeah. yeah, that's why I don't like people saying that Giannis is a Pippin. He's clearly not a Pippin. He just needs... That was ridiculous. He needs his Kobe. And, 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 He's that type and, and, of guy. He just needs a... He's Shaq. He yeah. is Shaq, bro. He's just and the skinnier, you know up Shaq. Do you know what is? Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think we kind of got to that because everyone thought of this whole um, point forward idea because obviously he can handle the ball, etc. Cetera, et cetera, but right. you don't really want Yannis expending energy bringing the ball up, bro. You want him doing what he does best, man. Doing damage. Driving to the and that's the problem paint. with the 76ers. When you got Embiid at the top of the key, trying to distribute, trying to make plays, that's a problem in itself. You don't Sixers want... Sixers are a whole other story. Oh, you don't no, even... That one, we, we need we, a whole different yeah, episode. Yeah, we know a whole there, different bro. episode for <laughs> we that. We need a whole different episode. But, the hole down there will be nuts. Trust me. Yeah, process. man. <laughs> We're getting to the end, but obviously we want to talk about the creme de la creme of the playoffs. Who, who, who do you think is the playoff... The playoff MVP so far. Bro, it is one name, bro. It I has to be one name, man. Appreciate it. Has, yeah, bro, it's, it's LeBron, bro. Oh, Undoubtedly, thank you. Thank man. you, cheers. Um, you you got to think, bro. A player at his age, um, a lot of questions. Oh, Moza, What? my days. The first thing, whenever someone talks about LeBron, yeah, the first thing age. they say is his age. age. It, no, but it's, it's he's, I don't. No, 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 no. He's only one year older than Carl Lowry. I'm not gonna have it. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't mean anything. Why are talk about Carl Lowry's age? No, no. No one says it about Lowry, do they? Carl no, Lowry is playing at a different age. level. Exactly, different and it's level. not. It's, it's. And Mo, Mo, Mo. Do you know what? Carl Lowry can carry a franchise for me. You can say what you want about LeBron. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with your take on LeBron. Yeah. I'm just saying when people say LeBron should be MVP or LeBron's the best player in the world. Your reasoning cannot be no, hundred percent. Age is a factor. No, no, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I definitely agree. Otherwise, we'll give out MVP. No, Daniel, Daniel, I'll tell you why. Daniel, Daniel, do you know? Daniel, do you know I'm right? You could be the MVP before you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Daniel, no, Daniel, 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 do you know I'm right? Yeah. Go on. Mo's right because Mo's right because yeah, I've always been saying it, fam. LeBron's stats are longevity stats, and I think that when you're comparing the all times this year, you can't be giving it to a guy that's just lasted longer. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
No, but do you know why I disagree with that? Because the reason why, obviously, I know, I, I've obviously understood that LeBron isn't, fam, he's not the GOAT, if we're being honest. However, the reason why he gets the put goat, into man, that, the, the reason the why he gets put into that conversation, his argument is the longevity argument. Do you get what I'm saying? Because he lasted so long. No, argument, it is, it is. It definitely is. Argument, to maintain bro. that level. What, 15 that, years at the top? No, 17 exactly. years at the top. He's that never dropped out of the top three, in my opinion, since his probably like third year in the league. Exactly, top three, not top one. If you're the GOAT, he's been top one. No, 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 but we're not saying he's the GOAT. I'm saying, I'm saying the reason why. He wasn't even top one this season. He was top one this season. He should be MVP. No, he wasn't. We don't he want was. that conversation. No, he should be MVP. <laughs> Wait, nah. Did, of this of this season? Nah, I'm joking. Because of Giannis. No, I'm joking. On, I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course, I'm joking. However, obviously, my love for LeBron will always shine through. Me and Darren, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we're LeBron. We're LeBron. anyway. We see it in the playoffs. But now, basically, what I'm trying to say is that that age argument is an argument in the case of LeBron because I'm, what I'm saying is we're seeing something we've never seen before in terms of an athlete at that age. For example, it's like why Roger Federer in tennis gets given more accolades than his previous titles. It's because of how old he is whilst winning Grand Slams. Do you get what I'm saying? It's the same that goes for Tiger Woods. The reason why Tiger Woods, um, the recent Masters win, is seen almost as great as the other ones is because one, his age, two, the injuries that he's had, things like that, because we know that with age, injuries come into it. We just spoke about Chris Paul, one of the greatest point guards ever, but what's affected his legacy, especially during the latter period, is the, is the, is the age, is the injuries. Many people say the Houston Rockets would have would have probably got to the finals if he was fully fit. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's that yeah. thing here where LeBron has trained his body in such a way where he's not just a role player where you just fizzle out of the league. I don't know when his decline is going to start because we're even saying that if he wins a ring this year, it will be his greatest ever ring because of the yeah, competition okay, he's okay, faced. Do you get what I'm saying? Here's the thing. Here's the thing with LeBron James, right? LeBron James, first of all, to address the all-time list, right? Yeah. Recently this week, we saw... LeBron James is now the leader in all-time playoff wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michael Jordan took a break from the NBA in his prime twice. He came off a three-peat, went to play baseball. Came off a three-peat, ah, I'm going to go chill for a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? That's Those lists, the for grind. me... Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, my God. Don't do that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. How much loud have you got? We're not going into this. We're not going into this. We're not going into this. Carry on. Carry on. No, Darren, please, please, please. Don't entertain. Darren, Darren, don't do this. Sorry, Daniel. We're not getting into the conversation, but we can agree that if he never took a break, these lists do not look like how they look right now. 100. Right? Yeah, that's fair. And then, I don't know that, but that's fair enough. That's I'm not so then, sure. Okay, and the other thing about this, <laughs> he's got the most playoff wins of all time, why has he not got the most rings? How are you going to have the most playoff wins and only three rings? It doesn't Address work it, like that. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Why, why is it only it work like no that. one cares if you beat the Atlanta Hawks in the Eastern Conference first round. Wow. No one cares if you beat the Toronto Raptors with DeMar DeRozan. It's about rings. If you're talking Look, about basketball, it's about what rings. I always so say. Just, that was just addressing that list, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Please, please, please. Don't move the goalposts because we just finished speaking about Harden and Westbrook yeah. and how okay. their okay. legacies are going to be. Exactly. But, so, exactly. Yeah, but they're not, in the, they're not ever considered goats. Cool, but. This is what I'm saying. LeBron is is in the conversation of being the greatest player of all time. As yeah, much as I love, really yeah, yeah, as, and as much as I love LeBron, I've always said it, and fam, it's a known fact. I've said that the Dallas Mavericks series is what took him out of yeah. the conversation, as in yeah, that has taken him out of the conversation. However, so, the argument is still, the debate is still in. Yeah. So still let a, me just address the longevity thing. Yeah. 
LeBron James came into the league in 2003. Okay. And for the past, you know, 20 years. To a shit organization, bro. Probably the worst career. team in NBA history. Organization. Listen, have you ever heard of a team called the New York Knicks? Yeah, the Knicks got rings, ain't they? You know what I'm saying, bro? You know what I'm saying? The Knicks are a little <laughs> no, bit worse than the Cavaliers. <laughs> no, organization. No, let me just, whole. let me, yeah, let me yeah. finish what I'm saying. Let me finish Go what I'm saying, right? LeBron James has been the beneficiary. Um, not solely that this has just helped him, but the difference between LeBron James and Larry Bird and Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and all of those other guys, they didn't have the facilities and technology available to them on the medical side of things, on the recovery side of things, in the preparation side of things. LeBron James spends a million dollars a year on his body. You know, he's got personal trainers, he's got nutrition. None of these things were around for him. NBA players in the 70s and 80s used to smoke well, cigarettes no one's for, half time. No one's forcing Mike to smoke cigars every game. But but this what, is what but, I'm saying. But, but, but that's no, no, NBA but, culture at the time, but, though. No, no, no but, that's but Michael Jordan saying, right? culture. The fact, that, the fact that LeBron has played for this long can't be your argument because in the future, we're going to play, see players play for even longer. When medic, med, medicine gets better and better and better, we're going to see players no, play I for 30 years in the NBA. No, I think you're missing my NBA. point, though. The point so, is, no, 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 but, it's not but, about how long. It's how long you're maintaining the top. At the top level. The top. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But, but see what I'm saying, yeah? Is how do you know that Larry Bird, for example, wouldn't have been at the top of the game for even longer if he had had access to all of these things at the same time? The longevity for me cannot be... For me, the greatness comes down to this. Okay. When we look back at Michael Jordan, there is you can put together one of the best starting fives in the history of the world purely out of people he stopped from getting rings. My question to you is who's the best player to never get a ring because of LeBron no, James? But we can't stop. We can't do that. Hold on. That's before, greatness. Though. Before, that, everyone that got a piece. Of, everyone on, got a piece of the pie in LeBron's era, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's true greatness is everyone not got a piece of the pie. If I'm the greatest, you might think the Warriors weren't going to win rings. No, bro. If I'm the greatest boxer in the world. No one takes the heavyweight title off me while I'm fighting. LeBron get individual LeBron, LeBron yeah. let Dirk Nowitzki get yeah. a ring, bro. It's okay. He let Dirk Nowitzki knock him out. He let Steph Curry knock him out. I don't want... Bro, I don't want we already to... said... Wait, let me, let, let me address... Right, Darren, baby, Darren, Darren, baby, baby Kawhi get, get finals MVP. That's what I'm saying, Kawhi. Get out of here, man. And the thing is, I don't want to disrespect... Wait, wait, wait. That baby Kawhi team had Tony Parker... Tim Duncan, led by Bobby Kawhi. Let's do this. Let's do this. Tim Duncan. I knew it was going to get. I knew it was going to get. If you if you want to talk about age, you might want to talk about age. How old was Tim Duncan? How old was Tony Parker? And how old was Manu Ginobili that year? They had Greg Popovich as well. Greatest coach ever. Duncan was was kind of older, but Manu and Tony were still in their prime. Manu and Tony were still in their prime. Manu and Tony retired two years after that, bro. Not two. But come on, man. They were way past their primes. No, but their primes was in 2005, okay, nah, not, 2007. Not, not, not prime, but they were still... Tony prime. Parker was still a savage. That was still a, like, a function, functioning team, a functioning it machine. Was a good team, and people are moving as if LeBron didn't still drop 27 on Kawhi's ass. So and it's not like, like he had a bad series. LeBron was rolling his ass when Kawhi was checking no, 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 in. No, no, Let's not no, do you that. You can't brag no, about no, 27. You know MJ would have dropped 50 on that. Oh, on. stop it, Come man. On. Look, I didn't want to get into the MJ LeBron Neither debate. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, it's happened. <laughs> it's about to happen. Just, just to, it's Darren's fault, man. Just to, Should we go back to the original question? Hold on. Just, 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 question. just to tie a ribbon, just to tie a ribbon, though, on that longevity thing is, my thing is, of course, we can do that woulda, coulda, shoulda on in terms of nutrition, in terms of technology. However, we can only... That's why I don't like getting involved in the argument of who would have done well in the 90s and whose game works yeah, best. Yeah, and, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because you just can't, you mm. can't, you can't, um, like there's no metric for that. We can't measure yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So let's only go by what we can measure. And but, LeBron's but longevity is what, is what we can measure. 
no, but this this is my point, right? LeBron is a fantastic. He's one of the greatest basketball players the world has ever seen, and I'm not disputing that. And you know, if he's not the goat, then he's the second best or whatever, however you want to call it, right? My whole point is, if you're gonna say LeBron James is great, it has to be based upon actual basketball rather than he's this old and playing well, or he's played mm. for 17 seasons. That cannot be your thing. If you're mm. saying he's the best player in the league right now, tell me why he's the best player in the league right now without mentioning the last 17 years or his age. Do you see what that's I'm saying? Fair enough, that's fair because enough. if you want to do it like that, I'll say Luka Doncic is the best because he's only 21 and it's his second season in the league. Nah, you see, if, if you okay, want to well, use age for no, a factor, you said, you said... I just disagree with that as a whole thing. And then, and then when man comes to me about LeBron, I have to just regulate. Uh, <laughs> you know start me. Okay, let's I go back to, to something that you said prior, Mo. You said Giannis is the best player in the league right now, Tana. Yeah. Based off what, the, the regular D season? Disagree. Same. Giannis I also Bro, you can't disagree with, with facts, right? Giannis plays regular 30 minutes. Regular season facts. Giannis... Okay, okay, how about this, though? How about this? Giannis... If, if he had a different coach on that team, if Nick Nurse was coaching the Bucks for that series, what happens then? But I'm talking about him as a player, though. Someone if who doesn't, someone, someone, someone who doesn't have drunk. an in-between game, in my opinion, I, I just, I can't rate it. Because, so, what, so, hold on, so hold on, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He was the most dominant, and that's the word that is always used. I've never heard someone say Shaq was the best. They've said he's the most dominant, and dominant is the word that's always used, and they want to use that. As and a that's cop -out. exactly what you and said. And it's the word, it's Giannis, because you said he's the best player. No, no, in the league. You this said is what I want to say about Giannis. In it, this is what I want to say about Giannis. My thing about Giannis is that he's making Harden what Harden said look very, very telling. Like it takes no skill to dunk. Fair enough, he's got that. He no, he's got that. He's got that in his arsenal, and no one can take that away from him, and no one can stop him from doing that. And that is why he is so dominant. However, when it comes to the best player in the league, I'm looking at way more than that. I'm looking at so much more, and the players. So, what, what's your criteria? My criteria is the person's skill set, their effect on the team, maybe what, what they, do in of the course, playoffs? what they do in the playoffs and what they do in the regular season. Um, obviously, yeah, the effect both overall, the, the effect overall, both. Ends oh, okay, of the floor, so who's like the best player? Imagine nobody's injured right now. Who's the best basketball player in the world? KD. It's still LeBron James. It's LeBron. it's LeBron James. It's LeBron. LeBron James or KD. I've, I've got do, the do, one. Do, 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 you know, do you know what, do you know what is here? Yeah? I, I, like I do 100% yeah. hate this argument here, yeah, but you have to think here. Yeah? This man's got a skill level that no one else in the, in the NBA has got as an overall package. He's got an IQ that no one else has got as a package. No, this is coming from NBA. Josh, by the way. Like, and, and, no, Mo, 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 I'm even on your side, innit? I'm even on your yeah. side in terms of the whole LeBron thing, innit? Like, I, I do hear it, innit? But for me personally, from someone that really appreciates the art of basketball, you cannot tell me there's a player right now better, better than LeBron James. So okay, let me, let me tell you there's why. Not, let me tell you not. why. Let me tell you why, okay? And, and this is coming as someone who watches every single minute of every single game, every single night in this league, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Giannis Antetokounmpo will come out and play 30 minutes, score 30 points, his team will be up by 20, then he can chill for the fourth yep. quarter. Mm. LeBron James, whilst he has the ability to be the greatest player in the world, he, for that the 65 games, and it should have been 82 games, he wasn't the best player in the world. He can turn it on when it comes to a certain game in the playoffs, mm. but we're talking MVP... We're talking about the best player in the world for an entire season. I agree. Mm. I would take LeBron James for one. If we're having a best of seven series, I would mm. take LeBron James over anyone else in the league. Maybe yeah. not Kawhi, but that's a whole other story. But I'm saying for an 82-game season, Giannis mm. Antetokounmpo is the best player in the world. No, 100%. Because even though he doesn't have a mid-range, he, yeah. he's so good, 
He's dropping 30 in 30 minutes yep. without a mid-range. Like, how, how many times have you ever, in the history of the NBA, seen a player that averages one point per minute he's on the court? But like we mm. said... That you know what that gets you, Murdo? You know what that gets you? Regular season MVPs. Regular season MVP. Not and that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, but, but hear what I'm saying to you. Hear what I'm saying to you. If you... if Say the NBA added a team in London, right? Mm. And you were the GM. And you can pick a player to start your franchise with which one of those two guys are you picking? That's different. That's no, different. That's, that's so different. different. That's, Mo, that's different. so different. Mo, that's different. I'll, I'll tell you why that's different. Mo, Mo, I'll tell you why that's different. Because, yeah, if you have this current LeBron James, yeah, and he's the same age as Yanis, which one are you picking? Exactly. All right, all right. How about this, though? No question. LeBron James, LeBron James at the age Yanis is right now, do you guys remember LeBron James leaving Cleveland? He couldn't shoot either. Yeah. Early days. Uh, early days, yeah. Are you still he had to go. in the playoffs? He had to go. Teams would let him shoot. Teams will say, all right, LeBron, you cool, you take that shot. That's Not cool. as bad as Giannis. You bro. learn to live with it. We're comparing a LeBron who has 17 years of experience in this league to mm. a kid who came out of Greece and is still improving. And mm. while he's still improving, on both ends of the floor, LeBron, great defensive highlights. Some games, he's locked in. If he plays the mm. Clippers, he's locked in. But throughout those 82 games, he's not bringing it on defense. Anyone who says he is, is lying. And I've watched enough LeBron James throughout my career to tell you that in Cleveland, in Miami, a lot of the numbers you see about LeBron James, he's averaged 27, 7, and 7 throughout his career, whatever. A lot of those numbers have come from garbage time minutes. Really, like, Mo? Really? I've watched them myself, not bro. Garbage I'm saying, time, really. Not garbage yes, time. Yes, I'm telling you, I've watched games where LeBron has beaten a team to a pulp like his team, they're up and by he, 10, he, up by 20, he's still, he's still and playing. he stays in to get more. Po- he'll stay in the game until he's got. I don't it. like that. I don't Giannis like that. That's a lie. That's, that's a lie. lie. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Daniel. 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 We've also watched games. We've watched the tapes. I mean, watch the tapes. I mean, we're watching two different games then, innit? Because no, Daniel. There's times where his team will be. No, don't say that. Because and then the next day, the next day, what's being insinuated? What's being insinuated is that he's a stat padder, and I'm not gonna have that. I can't lie. I'm not having that. No, that's not true. No, all great players are. All great players are. All great players are. So Michael Jordan. Jordan was a stat pattern, yeah? Oh, come on. There's big games where Michael Jordan hasn't let the coach sub him out because he wants... Yeah, bro. Oh, okay, cool. I was just making sure. Ooh, I, thought we, to I, I thought we wanted to exempt Michael Jordan again. But this is what I'm saying about Yanis. Trust me. Trust me. Yanis is putting up the best numbers in the league as an all-round package without padding those stats. But my thing is... Imagine if Yanis had a coach who let him play 45 minutes. He would be putting up 50 and 20 and 10 every game. Like... This, this is the thing you're not. We've nah, not Mo. seen. We've not yeah. seen Giannis unleashed. No, we've not seen Giannis. No. And the other thing with he's not got Anthony Davis. You oh, know what I'm saying? It's easy to be good. You got Anthony Davis on your team, bro. You've got Chris Middleton as your best. Like, do you know what I'm saying? LeBron is in. A, if you put the Giannis with Anthony Davis on that Lakers team, he would look way better than he is right now. If you swap the coach, he would look better than he is. This is what I'm saying. Like Giannis, whether he played badly in the playoffs or not, right? And bear in mind. He absolutely destroyed Orlando after that first game where none of his teammates showed up. He destroyed the Orlando So what, we're judging him based on what he did round. against the Magic? No, no, no. Hear what I'm saying, right? Is he destroyed them and then... The, are you pinning those three losses, the first three losses to Miami? Are you putting them on Giannis or are you putting them on Middleton for not showing up? Bledsoe for airballing shots? Uh, Coach Boonholz? It's not like Giannis choked those games. Giannis put up numbers in those games. He not, did not, not, he not regular season Giannis type numbers. Yeah. No oh, regular listen. season type. No, I think he only averaged that twenty three a game this against the Heat. From averaging thirty to averaging twenty three in more minutes, that just showed. And it, it, he did the same thing against the Raptors last year. He didn't have yeah. the numbers. He didn't have the numbers. He did in the regular season. And 
Fam, the playoffs is when, when legends are made. But, but, but here's the thing, right? With, with, with using the numbers in that argument, the overall score of those games was also considerably lower than, than the regular season basketball because playoff basketball is played at a slower yeah. pace. You're going to see less points on the board. So saying he went from 30 to 23 is an unfair comparison to make because the team might have gone from scoring 130 to only scoring 95. Well, so why do the best saying? players in the league perform better in the playoffs? Do you know the players in the league currently right now that perform better statistically in the playoffs? LeBron? There's only two of them. Kawhi? Nope. nope. LeBron There's does... Only two players. There's LeBron only has, two play, players. has played better in the regular nah, season no, than no, did in the There's only two players in the NBA right now whose career playoff averages are better than the regular season ones. And that's Draymond Green and Rajon Rondo. If we're talking pure numbers. That's not true. From the, from, yes, it is. What does LeBron average in the playoffs? Averages. Look what at does LeBron average averages? in the playoffs? I don't know. Look it up, bro. You it's got more than 27. I can, more than hey, hey. I can see you scoring. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back. Right, but but cool. I want to go back to the original, original Oh, yeah. Question. You can have your... Yeah. I for only me, want your take on for that me, original. For my you. take on the most valuable player in the playoffs so oh, far... Oh, if I hit Kawhi. No, no, no. It's not going to be a statistics-based argument. Oh, okay. Fair enough. me, is Jimmy Butler because of how he's got his teammates playing, like how yep. he's got his team going. And you're seeing with Jimmy Butler, you know, what happens when a player finds themselves in a good situation. Because yep. a lot of the NBA is situationally based. Yep. As we've just said with Giannis, yep. he's not in an ideal situation. Jimmy Butler took three teams to get to a fourth one to find the situation where his talent and his greatness, his dedication, his hard work, his commitment would finally be appreciated. Yeah. And he's found the perfect team for that in Milwaukee, in Miami, and it's working. Yeah. That's why, you know, for me, the most valuable player, Jimmy Butler could go out and not score a single point in these conference finals, but what he's done for Bam Adebayo, for Tyler Harrow, for Duncan Robinson, for yeah. all of these guys, yeah. and you're going to see the impact on this throughout the rest of their careers. If we're talking about value in, in bringing value to your team, he has... Uh, transcended everybody in the playoffs so far. Yeah. To LeBron, add to that, AD, Kawhi—they've done what we've expected them to do. Yeah. Nobody, nobody. Maybe a couple of people said it as a hot take when the playoffs were starting, but if we go back to last summer, nobody told me that Miami were going to the conference finals. Yeah. No one. But I, I do, I do hear that take. Yeah. The only reason I'll disagree is simply because I feel like the Jimmy Butler case is slightly different. With Jimmy Butler, in as much as he does help his young players, I feel like the team as a whole is just a great setup. We even saw it in game two against the Bucks, where he wasn't even great in, in, in the scoring department, but they still won the game because the team overall was good. See what I'm saying? Whereas in the case of LeBron, I feel like the Lakers don't get that success without LeBron being as important as he is. Yeah, on yeah. On both ends of the floor. The Heat are, are great from top to bottom. Their role players do what they need to do, their coach does what he needs to do, and their star player in big right, moments. But, but he, here's the thing, right? Yeah. Here's the thing why I can't agree with that, okay? Because if we go in a time machine back to last summer mm. and I, I read to you the individual names of these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only one you would have said can be this good is Bam Adebayo. And even then, at the start of the season, when I said Bam Adebayo was going to be a star, I had so many people telling me I was wrong. But when you're telling me Jay Crowder, he's got dumped from team to team ever since he left Boston. Yep. Kelly Olenek, they use him as a salary filler. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Duncan Robertson, no one had heard of this brother. Mm. Tyler Harrow was an unproven rookie that was known for just jacking shots and not playing defense. Yeah. Goran Dragic, they were just trying to... Um, the reason why they have Goran Dragic on the Miami Heat was because they wanted a big contract that would expire in time for free agency to get someone else. <laughs> All of these guys, you know, on this Miami Heat team, if we went through them individually before the season started and Jimmy Butler joined, 
that you wouldn't have told me that this was a competitive squad from top to bottom. Yeah. Did you see what I'm saying? The yeah. Toronto Raptors are a competitive squad from top to bottom yeah. because yeah. we knew individual all those guys. But I'm saying that being around Jimmy Butler, we're talking about the man who said, I don't want any family or friends in this bubble because this is a business trip. Yeah. We're talking about the guy who wakes up at 3 a.m. every morning to go training. We're talking about the guy that will get onto his teammates if they're 30 seconds late for practice. We're talking about a guy who's so competitive, he's tried to put Starbucks out of business by selling coffee <laughs> from his room in the Disneyland hotel. This man is on a different level of mindset. And so when I'm saying the value that he's brought, I, I agree that it's not translating onto the numbers impact of points per game and they've yeah. won games where he hasn't performed, but that is, the, t the surrounding teammates are out of his control. The same way Giannis's teammates are out of his control and the same way LeBron's teammates being not great is out of his control. But I'm saying the individual impact that he's had is the reason why the Miami Heat can win even if he's not playing amazingly. Yeah. Because but the value he's brought to that squad. But you've, you've backed up my point because his supporting teammates playing well is out of his control. But I'm just saying, basically, if you're looking at the, the players head-to-head -head and what they contribute to their teams, LeBron's got a better body of work than Jimmy Butler has in his current playoffs. Yeah, but, but that's if you're taking the tangible points per game, rebounds yeah. per game, assists per game. But you, don't get, you, you, don't get MV, you don't get MVP for shouting at your teammates if they're 30 seconds late for training. That's not what MVP is all about. Yeah, no, yeah, but, 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 but that, that was just, that was just the example. Yeah, that, yeah, wasn't, yeah. that wasn't a part of the reasoning, right? What yeah, I'm yeah. saying is, you know, in, in terms of, in my opinion, right this lakers team on paper is a mm. million times better than that Cavs team that lebron dragged to the finals right yeah but lebron added more value to that Cavs team because mm. of the way he got his teammates involved because yeah. he had guys the same way of what i'm saying about jimmy butler now is what i said about lebron before he had jr smith timothy mozgov matthew delavadova superseding their level of current play yeah now yeah. with the lakers danny green has taken a step down Mm. Kyle Kuzma is playing well, although he's had a couple of games Danny Green, playoffs. He's, Danny Green's been you know back. That's why Fred Van Vliet was the guy last year. Yeah. And Pop this Drazen. is the thing though. This is the thing though. If you're if you're talking about value to a team sport, no, no, no. I fully me personally, that, yeah. you know, it's some sometimes it's the intangibles. That's yeah, why regular that. season MVP can be awarded on the stats of regular season. But playoff basketball is so different in that in the playoffs you might end up having a game. We seen Boston mm. and Toronto go 150 points last night. Game seven might be 90 to 87. Yeah. The final score, it like, it's be. so unpredictable. It a bit like the like, Nuggets you know, Utah like, yeah. series. Do you know what I mean? I can't go with stats in the playoffs. I'm just gonna go yeah. with the player I think has made the biggest impact into teams winning. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're now, the Mo only team chilling in the conference finals right yeah. now. Yeah. Now, Mo, to be fair, to be fair, in, in as much as I like this back and forth, but in as much as I do hear that, um, is is interesting, isn't it? Because when you look at the teams that the Bruins dragged to the finals. He's had that same effect that Jimmy Butler's had, but it's more tangible. For example, he controls the game. He's a coach on the floor. Do you get what I'm saying? So he makes the other players look better on the floor. He puts them to their spots to where they can be the most successful. On the flip side, they have Jimmy Butler to where his mentality and his approach to the game has infected a whole squad to where they are better simply because of having Jimmy Butler around. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? So Le LeBron's presence on the court makes everyone better, whereas Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's presence on and off the court has made those players better. So yeah, they I both kind of serve the same yeah. function, but in different it's, it's, ways. So it just, I do, I do it just depends on what side of the spectrum you fall on in terms of I feel yeah, like any of these awards are just, exactly. you know, like, like you said earlier, when you're discussing the best player in the world, you look at the skill set or whatever. Some people look at the winning, some people look at the points. Yeah. Like, everything in basketball is an opinion. That's why it's yeah, good to yeah, have a discussion. Sure, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, when, sure. I, when I say a take, 
I'm not saying it like it's a fact. You're welcome mm. to have your opinion and disagree. And, and more time, I could be wrong. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? But this is my opinion. And, and I value different things to how everyone else does. For me, yeah. when I when I evaluate players, I evaluate defense before everything else. Mm. The, the impact of player, this is why I'm saying Giannis is the best because he's the best defender in the NBA right now. Yeah. That's why I'm saying he's the best player in the league. Because he's getting it done on both. Don't make those faces. Bro. I know, I know for a fact that you haven't watched 65 Milwaukee games this year. No, you know no, what I'm no, saying? no. And he, no, listen, but, but he's definitely one of the saying. best like, defenders in the league. 100%. Like, like this, this is what I'm saying. Like, I, the way I evaluate players, you, you might watch players and say he's the most fun to watch. Do you know what I'm saying? You might say Steph Curry's the best player in the league because yeah. he scores and it makes everyone go crazy. And you know, you know, like that. Like everyone's got that. Yeah, everyone's different. Different, everyone's different, different things, but. It is no, what it is, and, and that's why like podcasts like this are so sick. Do you get me? Yeah. yeah. Darren, give me your last take, man. Let's wrap this up. Um, I, To be honest, I was just going to agree with Mo, in it, in terms of the MVP of the playoffs, man. Yeah. Um, I think it's Jimmy Butler, man. I think what Jimmy Butler's done uh, throughout his career has been undervalued. Yeah. The leadership that he's provided, the, the tone that he sets, the coach that he brings to the organisation. I think, um, you know, his, his reputation is unjust, man. Like people try to regard him as like a, a locker room cancer, not good for young players. Yeah. Um, rubs guys the wrong way. And for me, that's completely wrong, fam, because he's showing his value in these playoffs. And we saw what he was on when he played with um when he was at the Bulls. Like um, even when he went Minnesota, got them to the third seed. Like I just think, cause I've always been a big Jimmy fan, fam. Like yeah. people are always putting Paul George in uh like upper upper echelon as far as top ten, maybe you know. In that, in and around there, I think Jimmy, Jimmy's the guy that's that's the wing that 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 gives you everything. He can handle the ball, can get you ten assists, he can rebound, lock up on D. And yeah. I just think Jimmy needs um, more respect on his name, man. Josh, your final take? Um, yeah, man, I, I've already said mine in it, but I'm gonna go LeBron as the the um, yeah. MVP right now, man. Um, obviously, big respect to obviously what Mo and what Mo, Mo and Dad said, but. For me, yeah, man. You have to think. For, you have to think about it like this: If LeBron wasn't on the Lakers right now, could the Lakers even be in his position? Do you get what I'm saying? He's playing mm. out of his skin. Um, the question is defense as well, and I think he's taking that to a whole new level. Yeah. Um, I think right now LeBron's probably playing the the smartest basketball he's ever played in his life, man. Um, just what he's doing on on both ends. He's, he's not spending that much energy, but he's he's so much more efficient. Yeah. He's shooting 50% from the field. I think even for this current season, he's shooting 58%, shooting around 40% from three as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Just, by the way. What uh, from the field? Yeah. Yeah, like 58% around around that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hell yeah, bro. 58%. <laughs> <laughs> your facial expressions crack me up whenever someone talks about This is what I see. When I mention LeBron, this is how I go. <laughs> Trust me, next time you talk about LeBron, watch his face, bro. Oh my days. Um, 60%. <laughs> but yeah, um, man. yeah, man, I feel like with LeBron, you can see it, man. When LeBron plays well, often well, the Lakers win, man. She you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, that's what I've said about LeBron this whole time. If the Lakers want to win, he has to score 30 again. Yeah. That's mm. it. Yeah, to, that's why Rondo's been such a huge addition for them. Hundred mm. percent, and I think that's where we'll wrap it up. It's been a great episode, definitely been great, and we're gonna definitely do another one of these. 
where we can just go man for man, just debate, and let's see who comes out oh, on I've top. Lo- I've, lo- I've loved it, man. Everyone get their gloves on, man. Let's Everyone go get right, their man. gloves on. Everyone get their gloves on. But, I'm ready. You know I'm ready, cuz. <laughs> but yeah, Mo, we appreciate you. Have We appreciate having Thank you, you on having once me, again, man. Thank you for having me on, bro. At it's the been Hoop fun. Genius. It's been real. Make sure you check out his videos on YouTube at The Hoop Genius, where he breaks down a lot of things. And um, your most viewed video is, actually, is the Dennis Rodman rebounding video, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I've, I've got a few, like, I've done a few interviews and stuff. I think the Kareem, I mean, the Hakeem one was big as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got, but these, they're nothing compared to what's coming still. Oh, hey, yeah. quickly, like, what's, what's your, like what's your predictions? What's your predictions for, um, the playoffs, by the way? Who do you think is going to get to the finals? So, so when I did my bracket at the start of the playoffs, I had a Clippers-Raptors final. Okay. Man, that's, okay. What, that's who I had. That could um, still work out, you know. Purely, I like the Lakers, but their lack of shooting. This is what I'm saying about that Cavs team is, yeah. Unless someone re- like, unless Danny Green can suddenly get it going, that worries it's me. Not, it's Clippers, not going to be Danny Green. Let me just say and, that and, now. And it's not going to be. Joe is more. Yeah, I've, I've literally said this to these men as well. I think the Lakers have a double-edged sword in that they don't know who their first star is um, night in, night out. So yesterday, as we saw, or the last game was Rajon Rondo. I think in game one, who was it? Was it? Um, was no game two, game, game, two. Was, yeah, game, two. K- game two, game two, game two was KCP. KCP. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's good in a sense. Our third star is Rondo. Team. Our third star is Rondo. Playoff yeah, but, Rondo yeah, is but that's thing. what I'm saying. But the next game could be Kuzma. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's a yeah, thing yeah, where yeah. for an opposing team, it's difficult because you can't you can't set up to pick up who the third man's going to be because it could be anyone. But for the Lakers, it's like if you don't have that third man, you're done for. Game one, yeah. LeBron and AD had, I think, 28 and 25 or something like that, and you still lost the game. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the problem with the Lakers, man. You need that third star, man, to be consistent, man. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. And that's where we'll leave it. Obviously, make sure you're appreciate following you us. Appreciate you, Mo, at, man. Make sure I you're appreciate you guys, yo. Listen, everyone listening, make sure you subscribe to this podcast as well. Eyes on the ball. That's the gang right there. Oh, you know, man, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back. We're going to be back. I'm going to come and talk to you about the Sixers. And then I'm going to come and set pace about LeBron and Michael Jordan. That's what we're gonna bro, do. we That's need you there. Hey, Mo, 100%. I need you there for that. Oh, bro, these, the man. You feel me? It's, been, it's been a good episode, man. I've enjoyed this. Isn't it? I've, I've enjoyed this free in the realness, bro. You're some good guys love, bro. about hoops. Come you know on. your stuff. It's been an honor being on. And I'll be back soon. 100% oh, man. man. Make sure you're following us at Eyes on the Ball TV um, on Twitter at Eyes on the Ball TV underscore on Instagram and make sure you're following us on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. This video is going to be up tomorrow. So obviously um, after the Lakers Rockets game it will either be 3-1 or 2-2. So it yeah, it will be 3-1. It's, 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 it's got to be 3-1. It's got to be 3-1. Rusty drop 40, 12 <laughs> and 10. Hey, right, James That's Harden is going to have a cold night tonight. James Harden left 4 for 20. big statements big statements but yeah man we out love people deuces